Hello, 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 and welcome to Who's He, the Doctor Who podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this edition of the show, we'll be talking about Closing Time, uh, the latest episode of Doctor Who. Uh, so how's your week been first, Paul? I'm very quiet, to be honest. Same here, same here. Bit of a quiet one. Um, no Torchwood to interrupt the midweek? No, there hasn't. Um, I, I can't say I, I sort of missed Torchwood, um, but it, it just seemed, my life did feel a bit emptier not being able to tweet um, my comments on a Thursday evening. I was a bit of a loss of things to do. <laughs> I'm sure that was, that was a, a thing that was felt by all your tweet readers. Oh, no doubt. I know they just waited for those comments with bated breath, I know. Yes. But, but anyway, the, the um, I think our quiet weeks of week each has been um, sort of reflecting the news, really, hasn't it? Yeah. There's not really a lot to um, sort of to discuss, but I, I say there's one probably big one major um, news item, which I'll come on to in a minute. But first things first, the overnight viewing figures uh, for closing time. And according to my shady contact in the, in the in the underground car park, 5.3 million viewers tuned in to Doctor Who last night, um, which again was quite a respectable um, overnight viewing figure, I believe. Yep. Um, unfortunately, it was um, still beaten again by All Star Family Fortunes, um, but obviously, once all the other figures are taken into account, the what they call it time shifting, um, yeah. That will be um, that will be considerably bumped up, but um, even on the overnight figures, um, it still had a twenty four point six share of the audience, and it was the third highest rated show of the day, um, and the highest rated program on the BBC. Full stop. So that's actually quite. That's I think that's still quite good. Yeah, no, it, it, there's a, there's a lot about viewing figures, and it doesn't really they don't actually mean as much as I think they used to. No. Definitely not. Just because I mean, people's way of watching TV has changed so much. Well, I mean, it, I mean, still, I mean, if you look at the the, the program that was on before it, um, Celebrity MasterChef, that had an average audience of two point four million viewers. Um, yeah. So you had um, damn near three million extra viewers switching on to BBC One to watch yeah. Doctor Who. So they're still, they're still bloody good. I don't, you know, I don't care what anyone says and or what the press says. Um, so this is this is gold now. So we we slipped into the next news item there. Mm. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, this week um, there has been a lot of um, I've got to say press attention on the um, on the viewing figures again. Um, basically saying it's really sort of headed up by the likes of the Sun, um, the Mirror, um, and the Guardian as well, wasn't there? Yeah, who did. Um, Sort of articles in the week saying that old oh, audiences are switching off to Doctor Who and it's too complicated for uh, for viewers to follow, um, which is absolute nonsense, really, yeah. isn't it? it? Absolute nonsense. Um, now, I mean, what what it, what it is very worrying on the basis of if, uh, of comments that it's too complicated for viewers is this is a children's program. Yes. Now that, it doesn't seem to be children that are complaining. No, it is adults that, are, and that is um, the worrying aspect about the whole thing. But the thing is, I don't but think not, not not Doctor Who's problem. I wouldn't have thought. But no, society's. Yeah, um, but again, I don't actually think people are complaining. Um, no, it is the whole thing that, and it's actually before I sort of get onto it, it's actually Tom um, Spilsbury, who's the editor of Doctor Who magazine. Um. He did a nice little article on his own website, uh, which we'll add on, in the show notes because actually it's a very, very sort of well um, put together article. Basically, he takes all the viewing figures since um, the series began in two thousand and five, um, or say began since it came back in two thousand and five, um, and ignoring all the specials and the Christmas episodes because that sort of has its own sort of viewing figures. Um, yep. He's basically debunked. Um, all of the press reports about Doctor Who's losing viewing figures uh, during the course of this series. Um, and again, he goes through what we've always talked about. It's the, the, the time shifting yeah. of, of um, viewing figures. When people will watch the programme when they want to, where it's re- recorded or it's on iPlayer, 
whatever. People will watch things now when they want to. Um, and I don't even know if these overnight viewing figures actually take into account the HD viewers as well. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but obviously, there's so many things to bring together now to get your final viewing figures. And the press conveniently forget about all these things, don't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's just the immediate thing. And then it's something, it's, it's a story then. If, it, if they take into all the other things into account, it's not a story. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I can't actually believe, because we seem to go on about it. It's every week we do the news now, don't we? Because there always seems to be something in the press um, about old Doctor Who's lo- losing viewers um, because it's too complicated. People are, um, are bored with the story arc. Um, it's just... Oh, it, it, it's rubbish, absolute rubbish. It really is. Um, but you had a good trawl through the um, the Guardian um, article, didn't you? Yeah, there was a Guardian article and a blog by um, somebody on there, and it was actually the blog wasn't too bad, and they did actually apologise at the end of it for just using the overnight figures. Yeah, at the end of it, where they'd obviously re-edited it at yeah, a later so it, date. Yeah, she said, yeah, it was. Um... We said that overnight uh, overnight ratings for the show were falling when we first published this blog due to an editing error. And I'm I'm doing that in the little quote marks there. Um, yeah. In fact, the story you were linked to shows only that Doctor Who lost out to Family Fortunes. This has now been corrected. Um, well, it hasn't lost out at all, really. When you, but yeah. Anyway, even there, they've got it wrong. But um, but you you yeah. read some interesting comments, didn't you? Yeah. Afterwards, they asked people to make their comments. There's obviously a bit for people that obviously subscribe to the Guardian or whatever could comment and whatever. And the first few were quite standard. It's not complicated if you watch the show every week. I'm not the cleverest of people, but I can follow it and whatever. And then you get uh, there's one that actually goes into a bit. It says. I have to say, Let's Kill Hitler was great, but then what? You have a storyline growing and leading us on. Then it gets dropped while they go on holiday, literally. It's not that the last three episodes have been poor. My only issue is you build to a climax, then don't follow through. The continuing line is the Doctor's death at the end of the 10th episode. Sorry, the episode, sorry. Now, I think Amy might still be torn up over her kid. Didn't Rory go to war over their child? I wanted lesbian lizard action by now. <laughs> And I think that speaks for everyone in the Doctor Who community. <laughs> oh, that is absolutely priceless. That is brilliant. Oh, dear. They, they were certainly building up to that comment, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Any times I, I hear that, I still think it's hilarious. That's absolutely brilliant. God bless the public, is all I can say. <laughs> Oh, excellent. Well, um, well, apart from that wonderful insight, um, you've got Tom, Sp- Tom, Tom Spilsbury, um, Spilsbury's um, article, and also the Den of Geek did um, a very good art- article as well, didn't they? Um, sort of basically going over the, the whole time shift viewing figures thing again. Um, so, um, well, we'll link to both those articles in the show notes, um, so you can, you can read them at your, uh, at your leisure. Um, now, the final um, bit of news um, is that Roth Lock, which is the, the new studios opened in Cardiff Bay, um, has opened for business um, just 14 months after construction started, um, which is amazing, really. Uh, apparently, it's the one of the quickest builds in the history of the BBC. Um, so basically, it's been built because the BBC wants to move sort of most of its programs outside of London um, to save money. They've got to have this massive sort of, you know, because the budget cuts at the BBC. Um, so as Cardiff has been, um, apparently so it says here, designated as a centre of excellence for drama, um, mostly because Torchwood, Doctor Who and Sarah Jane Avengers are, are, are filmed down there. Yeah, which again uh, sort of says where where Doctor Who is in the BBC's ranking of programmes, doesn't exactly, it? Exactly, exactly. Um, so yes, so it'll be moving from its um, Upper Boat Studios, um, which I didn't realise were actually leased. Um, I thought the BBC owned those um, those studios. BBC Wales owned the studios, but I just found, found out that they're actually leased. Um, and basically the studios will be officially opened in March, 
um, when Doctor Who relocates from the Upper Boat Studios to Rothlock. Um, right. Which may, of course, be why we're not getting a early April series. It could be. That's that's a very good point. It could well be that. Um, I, I think it, it's yeah. I mean, it, I think it, oh, it, and I think another factor. It's I think really now Doctor Who is um, moving into its spiritual time of the year. And and yeah. it, it, I think it should have been like that since it came back. Really, it, it was never a, a spring program, was it? Well, I just I, I think when it first came, they just wasn't quite sure about it where it was going to fit into the schedules and whatever. Mm. Um, it just got sort of associated with Easter, didn't it? I don't know particularly yeah, why. Whether no, they thought school ho- during school holidays it would um, start and it might get a. A following there. Well, but, you could have done, yeah. It just seemed. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Um, I don't have anything to do with sort of like viewing trends back then, um, or maybe the BBC just needed a big series for the uh, spring schedules. Yeah. Because um, they do tend to. All your big shows seem to kind of like beginning of the year, or you get the autumn season, which is massive in America. It's not so yeah. big over here, but in. I don't know if it's in the same in Canada as well, but in definitely America, the autumn schedule, the fall schedule, as they call it, um, it it's, it's 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 big business. Um, yeah, and I suppose in two thousand and five, they just didn't know what the reaction to this would have been. Yeah, um, but I'm, I'm glad anyway. Even if it's just down to the fact that it's because they can't get to the to the new studios until March. Um, that's why we're not getting a full series until the end of next year or towards the end of next year. Um, I, I I I still think it's, it's a good move. Doctor Who should be on in the dark evenings. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So uh, I must say, actually, as well, I've, I've actually would prefer it if it's all one, if it's shown as a series rather than. Not quite sure that the split worked for me. Um. This year. Don't know. Well, well, obviously, we'll, we'll save we'll save that one, shall we, for our um, for when we look back at the series. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, our um, six point two retrospective, which we'll be doing um, in a few weeks' time. Yes, we've, we've, we've other things. Yeah, we thought it was best to wait till six point two had finished. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, well, no, it's only going to be a couple of weeks away, isn't it? So, yeah, um, I was just thinking about the audio commentary coming up as well, but uh, that's not until the week after that. Oh, there's so many things to do. Okay. Um, well, I think that pretty much wraps up the news, unless you're going to surprise me with anything, Paul. No, no, that was my one contribution. That's Good. <laughs> Lesbian lizard action. Yes. And what a contribution it was. <laughs> okay, then. Well, without further ado, that was the news. Okay, it's review time. And as promised at the beginning of the show, we're talking about the latest episode of Doctor Who, episode 12, Closing Time, um, which I was kind of looking forward to. I have to say I wasn't. You wasn't, because I didn't, I quite like The Lodger. On repeated viewings, I quite like it. So I was was sort of quite looking forward to seeing that those characters were introduced. Yeah, I didn't, and... Probably has has taken my view of this one as well. Right. Okay. Because okay, you 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 carry on then. You carry on. Um, no, other than to say I don't like it. Uh, no, I just no. This this did absolutely nothing for me. This one. Um, At all. Yeah, I I I'm inclined to agree with you. Um, I just thought it was extremely disappointing. It really was, and the way I I watched it a couple of times, and I just think it's just a retread of the lodger. Yeah, I mean, my my thoughts on that was to say this: this so far in this episode, we've had the remake of um, Fear Here done really well. Yeah, we've had the remake eventually of the lodger done worse than the lodgers, which wasn't good. good yeah, it, it, point it was start. just it was um, it was almost exactly the same. It yeah. really was. I mean, the only um, the only difference being instead of Sophie, you had um, a baby Alfie or Stormageddon, yeah, as he's now, so henceforth be called. Um, but 
Yeah, it, it was just sort of yeah, ship hidden from sight. Um, yeah, a bit like the lodger. Yeah, it's underground Under- this time rather than above. Rather than above. Upstairs. Um, and basically, at the end of the lodger, um, they were saved by the characters of Craig and Sophie admitting they loved each other. Yeah. And then you basically, it was the same thing this time as well. It yeah. was his father's love for his for his baby. Um, I, I was to say, I was I was was expecting a whole lot more. I really yeah. was. Maybe even the premise of of getting people down underground to repopulate the ship. It's exactly the same premise of the. Yeah, it was. It was, was trying just trying to get people up to fly yeah, the ship. Pilot that whatever the hell that was. Um, yeah. Whether we'll we will find out what that is, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, it was. I'd say it was just such a a rehashing of of previous ideas. They might as well just yeah. shown the lodger again. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought I'd actually say that. Actually, it's a remake of the lodger, and the lodger was better. <laughs> um, well, no, because we, we did an audio commentary, a, sort of bit, a bit of a rushed audio commentary in, in our sort of earlier days, didn't yeah. we? It was sort of, it was a last-minute replacement for our uh, our lost episode. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I must admit, I did quite enjoy it, and we didn't say a lot during the, the commentary, did we? Because I say, hey, we, we were no. un- underprepared anyway. Um, <laughs> fed up by that. Story. Fed up. We were fed <laughs> up, yeah. Um, but, it did, but it didn't come out in our commentary, though, did it? No. Um, as I say, I, I I still quite enjoy that that episode. It was um, it was something a bit different, but um, but this was exactly the same. I'm sorry, I don't care. I don't care what anyone says. This was exactly the same. Yeah, and odd, good few lines, but just not um, getting anywhere really with it. No. Just... Um, well, should, should we concentrate on the good? Go on then. Right. <laughs> 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 Well, I do think that um, Matt Smith and James Corden work really well together. They do have yeah. very good on-screen um, chemistry, and I, I so I, I, we, I think we went through this on the uh, on order commentary. We all sort of agreed that we didn't, none of us particularly like James Corden. Yeah, um, but which might also be a part of my problem. With it could be, um, but I, I do think he was actually quite good in the lodge, and he was quite good in this as well. Um, yeah, I, I think because... actually he was probably better. In yeah, I think just because he worked, he works well with Matt Smith. I think that's it, yeah. really. Um, but they were just—I say—I thought that was good. I thought the running gag about the Doctor and Craig being a couple um, was quite good. Yeah, you know, sort of the, the uh, Linda Barron uh, making a return to Doctor Who for the first time in what only that thirty odd years. Yeah, um, last seen in in light, enlightenment, um, but. Yeah, I thought that was, that was a nice little running gag, and it wasn't too over the top. It was just uh, sort of like it was almost like a West End farce misunderstanding sort of thing, wasn't it? One of those sort of Brian Ricks farces. Yeah, even if you take, take this episode, it is meant to be a, a comedic episode. Yeah, so um, it's difficult to be too critical on it from that point of view. Yeah, um, but I think that's what. For me, made it all the more sort of. I don't know if you can call it jarring or not, because we've had such a decent run of episodes. Yeah, and this is the penultimate one. Yeah, and it com- should be building, and it suddenly it's taking a left turn. Yeah, um, well, it, it it was building in in a in a different way, wasn't it? Because it yeah. was it's the doctor's. He knows the next day it's the day he's going to die. Um. And there was nice little sort of moments like that when he was sort of trying to tell Craig that, it, that, yeah, that, that tomorrow I, it's my last day, I'm going to die. And yeah. he turned around and Craig was asleep. Okay, a little bit cliched, but it was it was nicely acted. Um, as well as, um, I thought Matt Swift was brilliant when he was um, holding the bottle, when Craig nips out to get the milk. Yeah. And he went up to stop um, Stormageddon from crying. I just liked his little speech saying, he, you know, he's very, oh, he's so old and a little bit crabby. And telling, but I like the thing, you know, turn the baby to save his tears for later because mortgage is not nine to five yeah. job. And, you know, yeah. um, so I thought that was quite good. Um, but it was, but then you had that, we'll come to the, the end as well because that just didn't fit. No. At all. Yeah. It, it was the last so five, ten minutes of it should have been. 
almost could have almost been done as an as a, as a separate episode. Well, that could have been the opener for the next episode. Yeah, if anything, I mean, I mean it is setting up the next episode, but it just didn't. It didn't none fit. of it actually ran with this episode at all, did it? No, it, it was so or linked in at all. It, it was so jarring. Um, I know they tried to link it with the with the um, the those children playing who saw the Doctor going going up to his TARDIS. But then that again was literally nothing to do with the story. Well, well, it, it, was... well it, it did really because you had the, it was those children that River was reading about that their yeah. their accounts of meeting the Doctor. Um, yeah, but again, again, that was literally just there to try it. That was a it was a shoe, link yeah. to yeah, to, to shoe, wasn't yeah, it? shoehorn that bit in. Um, if the kids had actually been something to do with the story that followed it. Mm. Or even if they'd have done, had a testimony from the Linda Barron character. Would yeah, have, why, yeah, why mention the... Would have, would have uh, tied it in. Well, I know the kids were speaking, they were giving their, their sort of evidence statement, whatever you want to call it, as adults. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're right, why not... But Linda without Barron's... them, if you hadn't have had them, you could have had her and the other shop girl. You could have had Craig. Yeah. You could have had Stormageddon, for that matter. Yeah. Yeah, if you'd have had those four as doing the last witness statements, mm. it would have gone into the next series, the next that next bit, the next yeah that that sort of bit tagged on at the end. I think it would have it, it tied still, in much better. It was still a little bit jarring though because the tone was completely off. Yeah, really, because you say you're quite a comedic episode, and then you say the last five to ten minutes, it was like whoa, that's just a complete shift in tone. Yeah. Which yeah, it would have been okay if it had followed on um from last week's. Yeah. Which had been quite dark through. And then you'd gone to that would have been you wouldn't have noticed, yeah, the difference. Yeah, it just really was the You wonder whether actually they could have actually almost done it as a ten minute episode on its own. Yeah. Followed on. Well I I still got I still got some good bits. <laughs> I still got some good bits. Um I just like I think the um nicely they kept the doc's ability to speak baby in there as well. Um also like the... yeah, I, was, I was slightly on that as whether I was sorry, I'm just jumping in now go, go. all the time. <laughs> um, I was slightly worried about that. I just thought first first viewing of it I thought they they was over it was just being overdone. I actually enjoyed it more the second time, I think, when I was sort of expecting it. Sorry, say that again. You broke up when you said that. Sorry. So I enjoyed it more when I watched it the second time than I did the first time. The first time I just thought it was slightly annoying that they mm. were doing. But then once you actually relaxed into the story as this is a, a comedic episode. Yeah. I actually quite enjoyed it, but Yeah, I just I just I was sort of I just like this this new side to it that you can you can speak baby, you can speak you know, in the lodge you can speak cat. Yeah. What you thought. I just thought it was it Obviously, if if the TARDIS can translate, why why not translate for animals and babies as well? It's got to mean yeah. something, isn't it? You know, so yeah. If, um, if, it, if it works on a, on other planets and other life forms, then why yeah. not? Why not? Indeed. Um, but all the other thing, um, those other things, I like the they sort of kept this particular Doctor's affinity with children as well. Sort of like when he was in the shop with the helicopter. Yeah, it was like the kids were like his little gang, weren't they? Yeah. I, I, like, I like the fact that it was it was children at the end who noticed that the doctor looked wrong. Yeah, and I think that just harks back the fact it's a children's show because it's something that's never really gone into before. It's always been targeted at children, but children never really been um, integral to not so, not saying integral to the story, but sort of mentioned at all. It's all been very much an adult thing, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, you sort of expect if you went into a department store looking for disincarnation of the Doctor, mm. you would expect to find him in the toy department. You would, yeah, that's it, um, and that, and that's what I love about this this incarnation of the Doctor. And I like the line about the helicopter saying overpriced, but they'd only put, your parents would only spend it on lamps. Lamps, yeah, and that's when he said, "Well, you, I think you need to go look for your parents. Try looking in lamps." You yeah. know, I thought that that was brilliant, um, but. Um, no, I just I just like that 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 fact that they they sort of brought out that side to, of the, of the doctor really because and it also reinforcing the fact that it's a it is a children's show and children feel affinity with him so I think that's that's great. 
Uh, and even better than that, actually, was the bit where he's saying about the fact that he looks upon the human race as children. Yeah. The reason why he's so good with children is because most, most life forms to him are. Yeah. It's just a matter of size. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, I just think it's, it's really... I think Matt Smith also does it well anyway, because I don't think um, many of the actors who play the Doctor could could do that thing with, with, with kids like that. It's like that whole thing when you go back to... Um, I'm sure William Hartnell would. Oh, William Hartnell. <laughs> Only if they were white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, maybe. But <laughs> um. Um, yeah, no, he was. Um, no, it just that, that if you go back to like Rory and Amy's wedding when he was like teaching all the kids how to dance. Yeah, they, they've kept that. You know, with these weird dance moves, that they've kept that in, and I think that's really good not to not to drop that because that's yeah. that's what his doctor's like. He's he yeah. is like a big kid, isn't he? But, he, but I think again, that's down to Matt Smith because he he can do that sort of thing. But he also does the serious stuff exceptionally well, and he he, he gets the balance just right. I think I think he's a fantastic actor. I really do. Yeah, you don't you don't get the, the a jarring when he switches between the two because you can believe him as both. Yeah, that's it. That's it because he he can ask sort of very sort of serious questions in in that sort of comedic fashion. And, it's, and that's how he sort of he sort of flips from one thing to the other. It's very very sort of subtle how he does it. I think it's great. It's great. Um, but the other thing um, I liked as well it's the complete difference between um, the tenth incarnation of the Doctor and the eleventh um, incarnation in accepting their fate. Yeah, because you've got this Doctor sort of like, okay, tomorrow I'll die. Let's go for one more trip. Um, whereas you had the tenth Doctor was sort of throwing his toys out the pram, wasn't he? With his, I could do so much more, sort of thing, um, and and sort of quite arrogant. Whereas, it, whereas this Doctor's a lot, a lot more. He sort of accepts it. So maybe it's Tom. I'm a bit old. Maybe it's time. I suppose he is older, though. Yeah, well, he is. <laughs> he is, but it's just that it's just a complete sort of juxtaposition between the two characters. Interesting, because I was waiting for them to see how they explained the what they was going to do about explaining that this is obviously two hundred years later. Well, yeah, I was going to say, is that going to be explained next week? Because obviously, there's got and to be something else in between the Doctor leaving Craig and going to Lake Silencio. Because otherwise, it'd be a very short episode. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, the Doctor has got some trick up his sleeve. Um, but obviously, the other thing that this um, episode answered for us, we we know where he got the Stetson from now. Yes. Uh, we know where he got the blue envelopes from. Yeah. And I suppose most important of all, we now know who's in the spacesuit. Yeah. And it's not the girl. It's not the little girl. Well, it, well, the little girl was River, wasn't it? Wasn't it really? So yeah, it's, but, but it, not it, actually as in the, the little girl. Yeah, regeneration. Yeah, it's a, it's um, which I, I was sort of kind of hoping it wasn't going to be River. But then yeah. again, I suppose it had, I, I was I was sort of hoping to some sort of little, um, some sort of little, little twist on the, the fact when she said that you know I, she killed the best man she ever knew, and I was sort of half. Not not hoping, but half suspecting it. It might have been actually Rory instead of the Doctor. I thought it was going to sort of throw us a massive curveball on that one. So it wasn't River killing the Doctor. It was. I was sort of thinking maybe it was the Doctor killing the flesh version of the Doctor. If you see what I mean. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So it, that sort of um, again that sort of kind of disappointed me again because it's it's now actually so obvious who it is in the spacesuit now. I was, I was actually thinking they're going to be a little bit more clever than that, but well, we don't know actually. I mean, they they've managed to. Well, exactly. They could. So there's, there's this two hundred year gap, isn't there? Between now and between that being put in the spacesuit suit underwater and actually coming out, there could be something completely different in there. Yeah, yeah. We presume that's going to be right. That scene is going to be right at the end of the next episode. So. Well, I hope that um, I, I I can't personally say. I know we're just speculating. And I don't really like sort of doing this yeah. too much, but I can't really see Stephen Moffat having 
actually having River Song kill the Doctor. Because it just wouldn't be in keeping with um, sort of the style of the show. Yeah. Because they've never allowed a companion to die, have they? There's always been some misdirection as far as that's concerned. And I, I still believe there's going to be misdirection before in, the, in yeah. next week's episode. I still think there is. Well, there's going to be some, otherwise they're shooting the Christmas special for no reason. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And, for, and, for, and, yeah, and they've built um, the new series at Rothlock for no apparent reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, that those anyway going back to the bits I liked, that, that was what I liked, but um, there was... Actually, that, before we get onto the, the my sort of my critical bits. The one thing I thought was a bit odd was the brief glimpse of Rory and Amy. Yeah. Um that that she now appears to be a model. And yet again they're reinforcing this thing of the girl who waited. On that on that perfume advert. So I yeah. I I was sort of oh well, that's a bit left of field, isn't it? Sort of all of a sudden she's now a model and people are stopping her for her autograph and but again, it was children asking for a autograph, which I thought was quite interesting. They're very much focused on it, it, it was sort of children approaching our heroes. Yeah, I, that that did seem to be a bit. It just of an seemed, odd. yeah, it just seemed odd. Yeah, yeah, to me as well, and the fact that you wouldn't approach them, mm. but was thinking of writing to them to tell them to come anyway. Yeah. Well, obviously that's going to be explained next week, isn't it? So, because yeah. um, this obviously this version of the Doctor doesn't know what's happened because this is the younger one, isn't it? This is the this is the minus two hundred years. So hopefully, the, the, so the one you see at Lake Silencio is plus two hundred years. No, I, I, see, this is what I think. This is what I was wondering. I wonder whether this is the one that's because he's saying tomorrow I die. And he's saying it pretty much in his time scale. I see what you mean. Um, and he's definitely talking as tomorrow I die. He's only got the one chance to fly into that um, alignment of planets. Yeah. Which doesn't suggest that he's got 200 years left to go. That's what makes you think that there's more... Um... And it's already The 200 years has already passed since leaving Amy and Rory for him. Since leaving Amy and Rory, but they've still got to be some. They've, they've still got to explain. And the fact that they've, they've still Duncan... got to. Yeah, well, so they've still got to explain though, because you've had all the stuff with the in the in the opening episode with the like the Laurel and Hardy DVD and and the history book and yeah, all that stuff. That's still to come. Or I mean, this, this is what I couldn't work out whether there is or they're just saying well that's happened. Ah, oh, but it's also. Oh, don't forget. No. Um, oh, I don't know. Because he's also got to post the letters, which he also sends to himself in the past. Yeah. So maybe you're right. Maybe this is the 200-year-plus Doctor we're seeing already. Yeah. So he's he's yeah. definitely getting ready for this is this is it. He says one last trip, doesn't mm. he, as he goes to the TARDIS. But he would have thought his zoom is to America Yeah. on that day. So I think this is he's already gone through the 200 years by this stage. And this was him coming to say goodbye to almost uh, perhaps what we haven't seen is him doing a 10th Doctor farewell tour. Farewell tour and Craig was the last one on it. Yeah. Oh, quite possible. Quite possible. Hmm. So I was actually wondering whether this was going to start with 200 years later. A <laughs> um, la Torchwood, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's a big jump. We mind about Torchwood saying two months to the episode before last. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> how, do, how do you then do you think? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but least, uh, yeah, but at least there might be some explanation of what he's been doing for that 200 years. <laughs> As you think, oh, no, let's not talk about Torchwood again, please. No, no, I don't want to go back there. Um, obviously, uh, you know, I've gone through the things I like. There was an awful lot um, wrong with it as well, we've we've all, we've touched on the um, the ending with River and the silence was out. Just it was just out of place completely. Yeah. Um, the other thing, okay, it was nice to see the Cybermats back again, uh, but I thought they were poorly executed. 
it just looked cheap. Yeah. It looked really cheap. I mean, that gnashing teeth thing, it, it looked terrible. It really did. And when you watch Confidential and they sort of show you how many versions of the Cybermat they had and how one of them was it, the, 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 the working one was extremely delicate. Yeah. And you can tell when they're holding it, they're sort of holding it very, very gingerly as, as though not to break it until Matt Smith whacks it with the saucepan and smashes it into a hundred yeah. pieces, doesn't he? But, um, yeah, they, they all look... Yeah, hey, that made me laugh. I think I've hit a bit too hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it it just didn't look that good. No. Really, it really didn't. Um, the other thing, a little... Uh, to me, a little continuity error as well, was the, the shush thing. Um, he says it... The Doctor said it only works once with undeveloped brains, but yeah. he used, it, it, use it, twi- use it twice on the shop yeah. assistant. Yeah. In, in the laundry department, so that was a little um, a little slip. Um, yeah. The other thing, and the, the main thing for me, was the Cybermen. Uh, they, they were completely and utterly pointless. You you could have had anything lurking underground. Yeah. Um, they, they I mean, bring... I suppose it, it was only really they wanted something that was going to try and convert a human. Well, but they, I'd say that you, you could have any alien race lurking on the floor pinching humans for, for whatever nefarious purposes. Yeah. Um, but just the fact they, they bring back a classic Doctor Who foe, like the Cybermen. Yeah. You only see them really in the last, what, 10 minutes? And they're done with in a, in a blink of an eye. And it's yeah. this easily defeated um, thing again. It's, again, yes, yeah, Cybermen do seem to just... Oh God! I mean, when are they? I mean, someone going to come up with a decent, um, a decent script for the Cybermen? Why they just wouldn't kill him straight away? Oh no! It's just they can't can't um, convert him, so they just kill him. Why stand there holding him for? Yeah, um, there there was that. I mean, why would they want to make Craig their cyber leader just because he found them and he bragged about the Cybermat that anyone could? I was sorry that. Bloody stupid! Well, no, I did. I did wonder if they had to make in the cyber controller because that was the only costume that's in extra large. <laughs> <laughs> Following on from uh, Colin well, it, Baker. Well, it was it, it was in the um, it, it was it was in a department store after all, wasn't it? Yeah, we've only got it left in Rolly Poly Funny Man size. <laughs> <laughs> cyber controllers since since attack of the cybermen cyber controllers are extra large yeah. so you fit the bill <laughs> well the, the other thing as well i mean i didn't I, I was beginning when i was sort of typing out a few notes when i was watching it again um this afternoon and i did start to put down when the, the helmet closes up round craig's face and this and that cyberman says okay let's begin full conversion and you hear all like the the drills and buzzsaws start off again. I thought, right, they're hacking him to bits now. Um, but when you go back, nothing's happened. No. Um, and I was beginning to think, blimey, they've actually um, converted him. Actually, I was beginning. To, I was actually secretly hoping they would actually go down that road. Um, yeah. And possibly the Doctor going back in time to stop it and buggering up the timeline. Yeah. Especially what you see in next week's trailer. Um, especially with one one returning character as well, which I'm not going to spoil for anybody, but it, that that's what made me think it. The Doctor had buggered up the timeline, but obviously that that didn't come into play because yet again emotions made the Cyberman's heads blow up. Um, which I thought, where I mean, that was such a weak way to dispose of it. It really was, and I thought, yet again. They've done the thing with, with overloading their emotional inhibitors. So uh, it just didn't work for me at all. Really no, didn't. There, there, there just wasn't. It, it did feel very much a filler episode, didn't it? Yeah. They had ten minutes of River Song at the end, and they needed something to put out before it. Yeah. I mean, I've got no um, nothing against the fact that it was a comedic episode. I think if it was anything other than the Cybermen. And they hadn't have basically redone the lodger. I don't. Yeah. I don't mind 
the characters of of, of Craig and Sophie. Even though Sophie again only sort of topped and tailed the episode, and then yeah. she was gone. Um, but you know, so I don't mind those characters. Just the fact that we got a rehash of of the lodger. Um, it was you brought back. You know, the Cybermen were just really poorly used. I mean, I did like the fact that they were a bit sort of patchwork. There were bits missing, and they were using other bits to patch themselves out. I, I mean, I, I quite like that idea, but. Um, I don't think this was the story to, to to tell that particular story. Yeah, they did. They didn't want to go into detail on the Cybermen because it would have been too dark. Yeah, for the comedic episode. And then you're just thinking, well, in which case, you've got to go one way or the other, haven't you? Yeah, it's not. It doesn't. It just didn't work. There's there's almost three stories going on in this, wasn't there? If you count the end bit, and none of them really worked well together. No. They didn't. They really didn't. Um, as I say, after such a, a decent run of episodes, this has been a bit of a um, a bit of a clinker, really. Yeah. It's it's definitely now now, now we're going to have to start reevaluating Black Spot, aren't we? <laughs> well, yeah. Um, well, obviously, obviously, we'll 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 discuss that when we do our sort of overall. Which you thought was going to be the comedic episode of the series. Pirates, yeah, you thought it was going to be a bit, bit more of a romp, didn't yeah. you? But um, yeah. yeah, look how that so. turned out. But yeah, this I think this half of the series, this episode has, has been a disappointment. Yeah. Um, obviously, we don't know what's going to come in the last episode. That could be a massive disappointment as well. Who knows? I hope not, because I'm rather looking forward to. It. I want to see how all this ends. Yeah, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? It's actually not so much what the episode's going to be like. It's that are we going to get answers? Yeah. Well, well, what Stephen Moffat has said, um, it, it does tie the story arc up. Hmm. It, it, it's because next series, he said, there's going to be it's there's no story arc to speak of. It's more standalone episodes. Yeah. Um. I, 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 when we get round to reviewing this, I may have revised my position. So I'll, oh, say, I'll right. say that when we get round to reviewing the series as a as a whole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because um, I've been moaning about that for <laughs> a few reviews and whatever, and I may have changed my mind. Oh, oh dear. Um, not that that's you know a, a teaser for the. <laughs> <laughs> I think people couldn't care less. No. But, um, <laughs> but just rather than going to it now, that's, I'll, a, I'll that's, that's, a, that's a few more listeners switched off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they can't. Kind of... We're story arcing our podcasts now. <laughs> They kind of make up their minds what they like and dislike. I'm going. <laughs> um, the thing, the other thing that really clunked with me on this mm. episode, sorry, I might as well get back to reviewing this episode, <laughs> was the scene where they've been teleported out of the lift. Right. To the base, and it's the... Which is obviously he's trying to make stop him from looking around and being and panicking and whatever. Yeah. So you get into the... I love you and mm. wants him to kiss him and whatever. Yeah. And that, which to a certain extent, you get the feeling that was only put in there to put into the forward trailers to make people think what the hell's happening there. Um, I don't think it really did anything in this story. I, I've got a funny, I don't know. I just wonder if this is just to, Bait the likes of the Daily Mail again because you had the you had yeah. the whole the whole running gag of um, the Doctor and Craig being a couple. Yeah, and then which you I had think, you know I didn't mind that. I thought, spy, yeah. but, um, but it didn't need because it worked from a view of other how other people saw them. Mm, yeah, and yeah, then, that's right. To their yeah. sudden realization at the end that oh, that's how they've been seeing us. So that sort of worked, and actually the thing about companion and partner, what sounds better. Actually, was quite amusing. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, it but was that actually, whole yeah. scene was just overtly no innuendo in there at all, was there? It was. Yeah, I, I think. And you just got the feeling that was put into so they could put it into trials and papers could pick up on it. Because we've seen it before, mm. effectively, and it's been put in papers with Doctor and Craig Kiss and. 
you know, Doctor Who kisses a man sort of thing. Yeah, I think that was actually um, mentioned in something like The Sun some months ago when, when these yeah. trailers came out. You're right, yeah, they did. That's the and if it was put in just literally to get publicity. Well, it may be. It may be. It really um, didn't need. It didn't need it to be over to be that. I think that I think the reaction was all wrong. So I think if if any um, male friends of mine all, all all of a sudden declare their love for me and try to um, snog me, I'll I'll just I'll well, obviously I can't swear on this program, but I'll tell them to off and push them out of the way. I'll buy me uh, a drink first. You <laughs> <laughs> no, um. <laughs> at least take me out to dinner first. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so it just seemed to be i mean i know it's the, the the premise of it was he was trying to make craig so shocked that he didn't look around him yeah to realize where he was but it just didn't work at all for me that it no just, it seemed to be played out for the sake of playing it out rather than and then he looked around actually, anyway yeah yeah for it to be actually any story. And then, obviously, you get the Doctor saying, oh, no, I didn't mean that. It was just, you know, to, which was the position. But it just, I don't know. It just, yeah. I'm yeah, lost for words. You're it, lost for words. It? Yeah, I, I didn't really, I'd, I must admit, I didn't really think about it when I was watching it. Um, I just thought it was a bit of a, okay, the Doctor, the doctor was just sort of thinking on his feet to try and stop Craig from turning round. And, but then again... Um, I was going to say maybe he was thinking back to what um, Linda Barron said to him, but he didn't cotton on to what she was talking about either at that point. Yeah, no, the whole point of yeah, that, so the yeah, it doesn't really work, does it? Doctor and sexuality is that he doesn't actually understand it at all. No, um, or doesn't seem to. And for him then, for that to be his first fault as to how to stop somebody from looking round is to make a play for them. Yeah. Seems to be very out of character as well. Yeah. No, you're right, actually. Yeah, considering he reacted when like, River Song kissed him and when he sees other people yeah. kissing, yeah, it, it is out of character. You're right. He doesn't, he doesn't even... You're it's right. Not, it, it's something... When River Song kisses him at the end of um, whichever episode it was. Mm, I can't remember now. And it's the one where he says it's the first kiss or... Yeah. I'm trying to remember where that one is, which one that was at the end of. Um, he's he's shocked that that's even a situation that would occur, isn't he? Mm. At that stage. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So you know why he'd suddenly think, oh, that's the first thought that would come into his head as to what to use in that situation seems. Yeah, well, it's always usually the last thing that comes into his head. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Now, now you mention it, I just say I didn't really sort. Of Give it too much thought at the time, but um, no, you're right. It is out of character. Yeah, absolutely right. And the only reason I can see for it is just to get pre-publicity for the the series. Well, it worked. It worked. Yeah, it worked. Oh, yeah. yeah, it worked. Yeah, it worked. Uh, just... but, uh, mm. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I haven't really got much else to say because I say it, it was a, it was just such a, you know, a disappointment, and there's not really much more to. But I can say about it, really. You know, that you no, can say. I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've, I've said about as much as I want to say on it, really. I've yeah, had that now. Yeah. Um, so, um, sure. Well, we haven't really ended this one on a high, have we? Um, no. But then again, I, I, I think basically for what we, what we both thought of it, we, we were never going to end on a high on this one. No. Um. Yeah. So let's 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 leave it there before we sort of start depressing ourselves. But uh, but. <laughs> but I'm I'm really looking forward to next ep- the next week's episode though. Yeah, and it's just the sadness now that it is the last episode we're going to see for. Well, I've, we've got Christmas, but Christmas. this is the last, and then probably a year wait. Yes. Um, well, really, if you, if you discount the Christmas episode, it is a year's wait until we next see Doctor Who. Yeah. Or, or a full series of Doctor Who, I should say. Yeah. So, what are we going to do for the podcast, Paul? I don't know. Should we disappear for a year as well? <laughs> One year later. <laughs> yeah. Just on the website. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll think of something we usually do. Okay. Um, we just, should we just put out some repeats? <laughs> <laughs> the BBC could do it. Why can't we? <laughs> we could 
tried it as coming in January, couldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Who's he? We'll be back January 2012. <laughs> just repeats. <laughs> I'll just do what UK Gold does and just put on re- repeat as Fools and Alls is ad infinitum. <laughs> <laughs> Impressive we should just review them. They're on all the time. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Let's, let's end this here. Let's end this yep. here. Right, well, obviously we'll be back next week with the uh, review of the season. Actually, I, I must stop saying season. That's an, that's a, an American term. I'll we'll be back next week with our review of the last episode of Doctor Who. Yes, at the series finale of yes. um, episodes, um, sort of, of series six of Doctor Who. Yes. Um, or should it be series 32? Oh, it depends on where you want to start uh, heading. Yeah, if you want to carry, if you do the continue, I know some podcasts do do the continuation thing, but I'll just keep it easy. Series six, um, yes. So we'll be back. What do they next... put on the box set? <laughs> Series six, yeah, <laughs> that would do. That'll do. For we'll us. stick with that. We'll stick. We're with not going to complain. No, we're not that pedantic. Anyway, let's um, let's wrap this up. So until next week, we'll be back with our review of. I don't know what's it called. Wedding of River Song. I was going to say, I was going to say, because we've been avoiding calling it the the Wedding of River Song for such a long time for fear of spoilers. I don't think it matters anymore now, does it? No. Nah. Sod it. Okay. So, let's try this again. We're back next week with our review of The Wedding of River Song, the series finale of of Series 6. So, got it out last week. So, it is goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. leave any feedback about the Who's He podcast or about Doctor Who in general, please visit our website, which is www.whos-he.co.uk, or you can follow us on Twitter by searching username who's underscore he underscore podcast. <laughs>